you may not know his face. Hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. Oh! But if you recognize his voice, oh, yes. you're among the devoted followers who watch him chase breaking news on CBS2 and KCAL 9 News. Stolen vehicle uh, officers, weapons out. In the air and now on a mic. That's kind of nuts. Here's Stu Mundell. <laughs> Okay, so Ozo Montley. It's us. All right. So, you know what? Okay, listening to the band, uh, I, you know, I I get it. I found out about you guys. And you're all about the love. You're all about the unity. You're all about L.A., right? But I got to tell you, for all of that, you have created such rift and hatred between me and my friends. Why is that? That's good. Excellent question. <laughs> Excellent question. Because everybody knew about you but me. And I was in. And, and why is that? Because nobody <laughs> likes me. That's what I'm finding out. That ain't true, and, Stu. It, it, it's all. It's, it's, We're it. homies off the bat. <laughs> So Ozo Motley, like this little secret, everything. So I, I get, I get the text. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm in. And I, I asked my wife just off the bat, I said, Hey, you know, she, oh, she actually asked me, she said, well, what do you got going on for the podcast? And I said, Oh, I got this band and I couldn't even say your guy's name. Oh, uh, Oh yeah, exactly. Oza Tamales. Multi, multi, multi. Yeah. And so she looks at it and we, you know, I just do the whole, you know, right away, just, it's, you know, we live in that world, hit the buttons and we're in the truck and we're listening to some of your music. And right away she says, Oh, I know them. They're from my Zumba class. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. 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 So we were listening to the music and it, it was all good. And then we started goofing around going yeah. through. And then, uh, you know, I just, I saw like, you got, you have like a catalog. You guys don't have three songs. You guys, how many songs do you have? We have like about six albums, five albums. No, more like eight. I don't know. What? Eight? Okay. See, yeah. I like this type of attitude. <laughs> this this is yeah. this is what I like. So eight, so what do you got? You got twelve on a twelve on an album? Sure. We probably got like a hundred songs out oh, there. True. Uh, yeah, eighty no songs, eighty songs. Because you guys think there's a lot of songs that never made it on records and they're just kind of then but the, then there's some that are like on compilations. There's also some Japanese. I'm saying at least like ninety yeah. songs. Wow. That, that so and and but what I'm just gonna say, and I mean this is you know, from the heart, is everything that I heard I liked. I mean, cool. it, it was, and it was, it was kind of yeah. a mix. Yeah. Uh, it, I was, uh, before I was coming down here, the, what was it? Is it there? You got two party songs. You got the after party, yeah. right? But isn't there another one that's like Kova party or Como party? Como Vest? Como Vest party or something? Uh, yeah, maybe. Go. Is it the one that goes, go, go, go. go. Like, yes. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's that was it. the scene of every, any given Sunday when they're playing volleyball. It, yeah. You know, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that, that's that, the, that's, that's what I also was going to say. So you guys are Everywhere you've got your uh, Fortnite, yeah, the video game. We're in Fortnite. You guys are in Fortnite. Check the mailbox, man. I'm sure there's money in there. I know, right? I need my whole dollar fifty. I think that I think all that I think all that stuff started because when we were coming up, you know, 23 years ago, whatever. We used to the first clubs we started playing were little clubs in Hollywood. Okay, and it's and it was kind of a cool mix because all our friends from the neighborhoods that we grew up in would come. Right, let's go to go see Ozomali, our our friends and buddies at the club. But then we started having to type shows that like all these local actors and other people in the entertainment industry started showing up. So once we made a record, those people were working in the movie business. They right. just started hitting us up and putting our, that's kind of a, how we got involved a lot in our, um, you know, we, we had a lot of success kind of getting That's how we got into Never Been Kissed because I don't know if you remember that movie where Drew Barrymore goes back to school, mm-hmm. where she's like an undercover uh, journalist 
and there's that scene where she eats a pot brownie and she's dancing with the band and the, and that came directly from our residencies at Hollywood clubs. I mean, everybody was showing up, Selma Hayek, you name it. I remember that one time uh, Bill Maher couldn't get into the club and he was screaming at the door guy, like, I want to get in there. And I'm just like this knucklehead kid, like, this guy really wants to go to my show. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But that just shows like the huge love. And it, and it also shows the unity of Los Angeles. And that's what you guys are really all about. This is You are like the quintessential did I say that word right? Yeah. Uh, L.A. band. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, I think that that, we just are ourselves, you know, like you're sitting here, you know, this is just us chilling. Right. And, and when we got together, it was the same thing. It was like, we got together to uh, raise money for some different groups that uh, some of us were involved in. It's like, yeah, we'll show up and play. Right. And it was like the first gig. What do you know? I know some Mexican folk songs. Cause I was learning some songs. Oh, I mainly play reggae and funk music. Oh, well, just play that to this. And so that's how the band got started. Yeah. Really, yeah. really. General ages. Like when you guys started, what, you know, are we talking teens, 20s? Late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Um, I, I was fresh out of, I was barely in the college when we, yeah, yeah, 18, yeah. And, I, and I'm the second youngest, so Justin's the youngest. So. Justin was like 19 or yeah. something. So we all started pretty young, you know. So got to pay the bills. It is a podcast, so this is one of those things where people listen to it whenever. But uh, pay, let's do, do, do a little yeah, pay in the bills. The bills. Uh, so what are you guys doing tomorrow? We're, I want to. I got yo, nothing on my on my deal. Let's what pay are you the guys bills because the bills Saturday. need to be paid, Daddy. Yeah. yeah, we're playing Pershing Square, and it's a wonderful series that they've been got. They have going on there where there's free concerts every weekend. They do different bands, I believe. Psychedelic Furs and She Wants really? Revenge was last week, and we're going to be playing this week tomorrow. It's going to be great, and uh, honestly, you know, as a, a, a someone from the city that doesn't have a, a real AC. <laughs> That moment is the best moment to be outside, you know, eight o'clock, right. you know, what better time to be outside listening to some great music and yep. in, in a historic Pershing Square, you know, right there, the Biltmore Hotel. I had my prom there. Did you know that? No, I, I didn't know you had I, did, you. I, did, I, did, I didn't even know you went to a prom. Two different proms. Did you show up? I went to a Ramona Convent prom with oh, that's a friend cool. of mine. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That is a good and then I went to my own prom right there at Biltmore what, Hotel. What high school? Give uh, a shout my out. high school was the high school for the arts right there in Cal State LA. You know, it was like fame, fame. of LA. Yeah. You know? I want to live. You made it, bro. I made it, bro. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about LA. So everybody's from a different part of LA yeah, or yeah. Did everybody yeah. grew up. Like, it, it, that's not like a thing. It wasn't like, hey, man, you want to be in the band? Let's see a birth certificate. Yeah, that's a, that was a, <laughs> there was a story that we had to create. Yes. No, really? no, I grew up in Ball Heights. I, I grew up in Bell. As you're sitting over there, grew up, did you grow up in Glassell Park or Cypress Park? Glassell Park. Yeah. You know, so we're all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a huge talker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's radio, That's man. That's him. That's him. You know. So, so then when he when he talks, you can't shut him up. That's the best. Those are the best. So okay, so let's do some. Let's do a little LA. Oh, you know what? I got I got to do this. So um, so Mammoth is coming up. You guys cool. got a yeah, thing in Mammoth. Yeah. I obviously it, it it is the the twenty the two thousand. So I, I right away went on the Instagram. Saw Yuli Coffee. Right. And Frito. 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 Yeah. yeah. Frito is a, a, a ghetto dog that um, was just running around in the streets. Really? Yeah. And oh, actually, I love was, this. well, the thing was, is that a neighbor owned him, but the neighbor wasn't really taking care of him. And then I was like, yo, listen, let me get your dog fixed. Cause I had a friend who worked in Pasadena at the shelter there. And I'm like, you know, that way your dog's just not all out in the right. back, you know, like, yeah. you know, to, and so I got the dog fixed and then 
three days later, I'm like, yo, like the guy never came back for his dog. And I'm like, hey, you know, your dog's ready. You know, I did this for you. And then the guy walks into the house and just gives me the papers. And he's like, he's your dog now. And part of me was a little pissed. And then part of me was like, you know what? Let me try this guy out. You know, let's see what's up with this, you know, and. Turned out to be an awesome dog. So you those know, are the best. When, yeah, when, 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 when animals yeah. come to you, kind of those are the best. I, I did. just did a DNA test on him. So he's a. It turns out he's a, a Mexi German. He's half. <laughs> he's mostly Chihuahua, but he has um, what is it? A Schnauzer. Schnauzer and Mini Pincher, Mini Doberman Pincher. So you know he obviously likes beer. So that's cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All kinds. <laughs> He's quite a character, that Frito. Frito. <laughs> I had a, I had a, when I, I used to do, uh, I used to be a stringer, so I'd roll around at night getting news independently. Mm. And uh, I had a, a pit bull basically jump in my van at a fire. Cool. And I, oh, wow. I, I wound up keeping her yeah, for like a cool. long time. Yeah. And she was, the, she was the best the dog, dog ever. Almost, exactly. Dog. exactly. And I thought for sure, I mean, this thing was following me around. It was a fire. We were at a fire and it was just following me around. And I kept, you know, you talk to, you talk How do you to get animals. into that? How do you get into that line of work? I answered an ad. I, it was, I got, I, like, I, I just want to be I, I late up at night yeah. and follow crazy stories. And you know what? It, it that it, it was one of those things. I loved it. I loved wow. that. That 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 those times in my life defined who I who I am. Wow. And then running around LA, yeah. all you got to see Los all Angeles. the neighborhoods. Right? See all the neighborhoods. See all the people. See all the bad. See some of the good. good. Right. So uh, neighborhoods, LA. Everybody's from LA. Yeah. Food. Food. What, what kind? We, 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 well, yeah. th that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I don't want to keel it. What what is your favorite food? And then obviously, where where, where do you guys go to eat? Um, it's between uh, the bazaar at the at the SLS hotel, right by <laughs> Jose Andres. And you know, sometimes you know, I eat uh, a lot of Iberic ham. You know, no, actually, that is a great restaurant. And Jose we we, we go high and low. We, we do we do it all. Yeah, well, the, we do it all. Here's the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I've been to five star restaurants. I've been to like just things on the street. Yeah. I've been food poisoned by all of them. Oh. And here's the thing. Oh. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's why I'm, I'm totally adventurous. We'll go eat at food stalls in the street. We'll go to really fine restaurants. We'll go everywhere because at the end of the day, you know, um, I guess, we're, would you say the band is food? We are kind of, yeah, we do care about, really? yeah, yeah, we do always want to try something, different neighborhoods, different, but what, what, what's one of your favorite places to go in LA? In, in LA? Okay. Well, if I want to get on some historical, historic tip and i feel a little nostalgic oh here we go because my my um i uh, you know philippe's uh, uh, the, oh, that, yeah. that french dip you know yeah, because yeah. my parents used to go date and also the grand central market you know they, they that was like places where you know hey let's go on a date now if um if i'm just gonna was that your dad or your mom uh, my dad okay okay <laughs> <laughs> and then um um um, let's see. The, the the thing is, is that honestly, the the restaurants sometimes are always changing because you know you yeah. go hit a spot so, up, you you get a lot. But uh, there's mole de los dioses in in. in well, well in, see, I could I couldn't even say that mole. De, it's mole of the gods for, for, but but it's a little restaurant, little hole in the wall restaurant in Bell, California, bordering Huntington Park, right next to the bowling alley. But they they have really really good mole, really good, just fresh delicious food they're one of the few places that does this really interesting um pre-hispanic uh wait, soup. wait, wait. what was pre-hispanic it's well, like before the native it's like so native. before like so it's before like aztec European, it's aztec or, soup. or 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 yeah or, or what you know um basically Mayans. it's a soup where they heat up a rock 
No way. And then they throw that rock into the soup, and that's what heats and cooks the soup. It's called. Oh, dude, uh, I gotta find this restaurant. I'm not even playing. I gotta find this rock soup. Rock soup, man. Sounds like. How about you, Ralph? What's a good spot for you? Well, there's dude, all that's kind. awesome. Yeah, it's no, it's awesome. It is. I I like all kinds of stuff. So let me think. Um, trying to think. I'm from Boyle Heights, you know. The so Foster Freeze. No, I'm just, <laughs> you know that was that was a place I used to. That's a, I took my first little lady there. To Foster yeah. Freeze. Uh, you know, after school, Euclid Elementary. <laughs> Get a softie. Um, I I liked. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Where's your spot? <laughs> okay, so there's there's a there's there's all kinds of spots. So there's a there's a cool spot called Allen B's, and the and the reason I like it, it's on First Street. It's in Boyle Heights. Sounds Hawaiian. It's just all. It's just a burrito spot. Burrito oh, spot. L&B's. Yeah, but oh, it's oh, like. Oh, I thought you said L and B. L and B. L and B. Okay. Yeah. L and L. Yeah. L and B's, and the reason I like it because you see everybody there. You see like all the city workers there, yes. all the county workers, all the neighborhood people. It's kind of like East Side Deli. It's yeah, it's like just like that. People, that's right? kind of why I like it. You got you know get a soft style. So I don't eat there all the time, but when I'm in the neighborhood, I like just like to go there and just get that old neighborhood feeling. And my gut makes me feel at oh, home. You know what I'm saying? Burritos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is, there you go. Simple. Yeah. Simple and good. Yeah. yeah. Simple and good. So you, you mentioned something there. This is one of the things when I started asking around about this Ozo band. Yeah. Uh, that band. One of the things that came up right out the box was, oh, yeah, they know the mayor. They play basketball with the mayor. Eric. Yeah. <clears throat> and oh, we've known several mayors, actually. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. That was my question back. I said, well, you're yeah. talking about Garcetti? Yeah. And uh, they were, then right away, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I just know they play bad. So then I was thinking to myself, okay, does he got like his whole, because I knew you, this time I already knew there's six of you guys, yeah. right? So then I'm thinking, is it like six on one? And then that's what I'm picturing is you guys are out on the court. You got Garcetti with a basketball that and there's six Will of you. Dog. Will, Will, that, Will Dog, probably because Garcetti came up in Will's neighborhood yeah. where, you know, he was the city council representative for like Silver Lake area. And then when he became mayor, they during that time he was still playing basketball at Echo Park, also at LA Athletic Club, and then go to yoga with him at the mayor's match yeah. in the morning. Sometimes. Wow! Before that, we had a and cats like that. We used to hang with that dude yeah. all the time. We'd see him, and yeah, you know. So, so it's true that yeah. that goes We're in no. the true yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, by the way, it's Mole de los Reyes. There you I'm go. Sorry. Mo- mole of the kings. Uh, mole, mole of the kings yeah. in, in off of Maywood Avenue. God's kings, you know. And that's where you get the rock soup. That's where you get that. I'm going to make. I'm going to. When you said rock soup, I thought it was that old story, you know, about the guy who said, "I got. I can make. I can make rock soup. Can you bring some vegetables?" Yes. You ever hear that story? He gets a whole neighborhood to like bring. Can you bring a chicken to add to the rock soup? No, that's dope. <laughs> yes, the the basketball with the mayor, that's Will Dog. Will Dog used to play with um uh, yes, Garcetti. That's awesome. So, um okay, as you guys have a lot of guest vocalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get, I don't, I don't want to play that game because I was thinking, you know, hey, I should ask him who their favorite was, but that's going to isolate a lot of no, people. No, we don't care. But, uh, but who, who hasn't that you guys would like to? As you over here says Tom Waits, which is kind of a cool, which is totally interesting. People might not think that. The first thing I thought was like Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan would be amazing. Shaka Khan. Uh, we got to jam out once with Stevie Wonder, but actually to do a song with Stevie would be amazing. He's like one of the last like. Of those guys, you know, the I play everything genius guys. You yeah. Know? Well. Yeah, you know. I 
play everything well. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, and not, <laughs> not just like I play it, but I actually can really play it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The, um, who else would be another cool? I mean, I you know, I'd be into getting in with some young people, you know. Yes. I just think I think that that's something that I'm always and uh there's always like young rock bands and things and you know, I I'd be just have a track with Tame and Paula, that would be cool. So, yeah. you guys are all LA, right? And uh you you travel obviously. You do shows not just in Los Angeles. When you go to other places, is there any of the culture that you bring to like do you notice people kind of gravitating to you to about something that you're bringing from LA. Well, if, if it's funny, if we show up somewhere, it's obvious that, and all of us are walking down the street, yeah. which we do often. It's obvious that we're not, from, not from not there, from the neighborhood. And, and, and that there's something going on with these group of guys walking down the street. So it, it's a way to start a lot of conversations. I think we really engage people and, and uh, we love meeting people and talking to people. So when we do that, I think it's a great place to kind of start conversations, get local information, uh, like about things we're talking about, like about food, about places to go, things that are happening, what neighborhoods to go visit. So I think we've been to 56 countries and I think that that's something that wow. uh, we love doing, you know, just meeting local neighborhood people, because I think for us, that's kind of gives us a real glimpse of what's happening wherever we're at. And there was a hot second for like a couple of years where we were like, basically we were cultural ambassadors and uh, the state department uh, was part of the whole thing, you know, where we were going to places where bands don't really ever play, you know? And uh, from that opportunity, we got to play like in Kathmandu, Nepal in India, Madagascar, uh, Indonesia, Burma. We were in Burma. We were like in crazy places. And one thing that, um, that was, I think for me, noticeable as far as like music culture and what one of the th elements I think that we bring that I think people would always gravitate to was the hip hop element of the band. Interestingly enough, like pretty much every country we'd ever go to, there was some sort of like kid that was really into hip hop. And I remember one of the funniest stories was like, we were in uh, in Myanmar, Burma, however you want to call it, and we were in Rang and 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 and, and Yang doing it, and we were having this show. And part of the thing was at that time we couldn't do the show in public. More than three or four people congregating was considered illegal, so we had to do actually the show on these basketball courts where all these expats was part of like the embassy property or whatever. And remember we were like hanging out with this one rapper from, from, from Burma. And, and, and then I remember our, our drummer was like, Hey man, you know, like, where do you live? How far do you live from here? And he was like, yo man, yo son, I live about two boroughs away from here. <laughs> We're like we're like burrows. <laughs> we're like whoa, you know, like the like the the hip hop culture, the hip hop thing has like really the influence has been super influential all around the world. So you know, you you, you say that, and I that it is amazing, and I totally you can picture it. You know, you like you you just telling that story, you can picture something <laughs> like that happening. I gotta wonder though, it's like music is very much communal. And so when you're in all these different places, has any, anything influenced you there that you brought back and all, maybe all you put time. in a song? All the time. I mean, I think we try to get like, uh, find out local artists. We, we engage about what is the traditions of the local area. I think we've put in stuff from like Egypt into our songs in terms of rhythms. We've put from going to Alexandria and Cairo and places like that. Um, 
you know, we just kind of latch on to what's happening. I remember even meeting other musicians. One of the first times we went to Paris, there was a an, an interesting, you know, kind of immigrant mix of like Northern African. Yeah, Paris seems to be like a real yeah, melting pot yeah, right now. And, and there was a band called... Uh, what was that band? Or- oh, Orquesta. Orquesta Nacional de Barbes. And it was a really interesting how mix. How you pull that off? Yeah. Man. It was an interesting mix of like North African and reggae music. And it was like reggae music for us is something that has always been there a lot of what we do. So that was cool. It was like, whoa, they're mixing like these rhythms that are kind of North African, which are really like from east to there that have a tradition that came to there that had their own thing then you have this love of reggae music that travels there and then we're in the middle of Paris kind of interpreting it that way so remember when Azu down here um, he took uh, throat singing lessons in in Mongolia when we played in Ulaanbaatar which is you want to do a little throat singing over there from the corner Azu that's all he says all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he communicates. <laughs> He's like uh, Gene Simmons in that movie. You know, remember uh, the the Phantom in the Park with Kiss? <laughs> how, <laughs> how old are you when that came? <laughs> that's quite a Dude, throw. That's guys, quite a reference. I was gonna. I was just gonna that's say reference, bro. That's deep. Yeah. That's for the mad nerds out there. <laughs> I was just gonna say. You talk about L.A. We we hit food. We hit, yeah. hit movies. I mean, you're all about the movies. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and movie culture. It's. You, I mean, growing up in L.A., you know, and then that's the other thing is that L.A. as a city itself is such an interesting place and so complicated in in good ways and in bad ways, right, Ralph? And that's like, and that's what you know? makes. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to. It, it makes me love L.A. Mm. Right. That is the one thing. It's like, and and if you look at the history of Los Angeles, we have always been like. I don't want to say odd, but it's always been kind of strange. And in the political it's, it's, culture, yeah. we were almost it's, communist it, at one time. It, it's and a was, unique. It is very, very unique. Every every place has this unique story. But what's interesting about LA, it's kind of it's more of a living and and transforming mythology almost, like this idea of the beautiful Southern California, which was really like a desert. That yeah. was kind of, so this whole, the, 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 the propaganda that goes ar- around with it to kind of promote this idea of a city. We're going to promote this vision of the city before it even gets built. Yeah. And then we're going to build it. Right. And that's kind of like what, what this city, you know, the evolution of how things have happened here. And it's so, it's even being from here, it's kind of hard to explain, but once people get here, then they kind of go, oh, oh. Then they, then it, it kind right. of starts to make sense. But you have to be here. You have to drive the freeways. You have to get into different neighborhoods. You have to go to the beach. And go you gotta to the walk. valley. Don't you just gotta, drive it. Yeah. You got to get out. I mean, LA is all about so, the driving, but you so, got to get out and yeah, walk. Yeah, it's such a rich, rich, complicated history. Whether it's also the water politics of LA. Fascinating. You know, remember the movie Chinatown? You know what I'm saying? What a heavy, heavy story. You know, and just like all these, all these, and also, of course, you know. The why are the the neighborhoods divided the way they were? You know there is like this f- funky racist history about that, yeah. and all these other things. And so, um, uh, uh, exactly that. You know, sometimes Hollywood and the industry does eclipse the soul of LA in certain ways. But I think when you dig a little deeper and you go to these other neighborhoods and you check it out, you know, the other day, like someone was telling me, like, hey, where's the best place to go to Chinese food? I was like. You want to go to San Gabriel Valley, baby. That's yeah. where the bomb right Chinese is, food yeah. is. You know what I mean? Six two six. You know, like you know, it's like oh, I want Ethiopian food. Oh, just right here in Fairfax, Dad. Yeah. You know what's up? <laughs> you know, and uh, and 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 like 
it's 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 also the other thing it's constantly changing that's the other thing about la and especially now you know with so much development and how people are getting stacked and yeah i think that that's always taking place yeah. it's like that yeah. that kind of rewriting the mythology just as you're walking through it it's I'll like neighborhood it's shift better the traffic you know? Yeah, <laughs> they're trying. You know, they're trying to make solutions. Like LA, I think is is becoming the city that the world is looking to for these types of modern uh, solutions. Oh God, you know, help us there, all! Then it, it, there's going to be traffic. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to need to live here. What are we going to do? There's going to be water issues. What are we going to do? Scooters. So, scooters. So you, I was so just going to say. So you have. We just. I was just down on the west side. Yeah. And I was. I, I. You know. I heard about the scooters, and I'm, we're in the truck, and we're driving, and you know, that's not the thing to take to, over to the west side. Is a big truck, but we're driving in the truck, and I, I was talking to the wife, and we're talking scooters, and sure enough, you get off the ninety, and there's there's scooters everywhere. Yeah. They, they banned are, them in Beverly Hills recently, right? Yeah, they just, they banned. just banned them. But, I, you know, that's the thing. It's like, is that good or is that bad? And this is what I'm talking about, L.A. I mean, we, right. we are the ones that that always – we we jump in – we run into the room and then do the, what the heck are we doing in here? You yeah, know, yeah, that, that we, yeah. we figure it out after we do it, which is great sometimes. And that that is so – I mean, so, it's just, you know, it's just the way things are. And people have to live. So people got to get out the house and – Figure it out yeah. in order to, you know, kind of keep surviving. And then as far life. as culture goes, my favorite thing is we fly all the time and you just see all this construction. And I, I always kind of, it, it's a joke. I, I'm, I'm a little sarcastic. I don't know if you picked that up, but it's, uh, we'd be <laughs> flying around and you, we'd see like, you, you are like, oh, you know, look at this beautiful old building from the 1900s. Let's tear it down, down. and put them all, yes, you know? Yes. And, but, but that's the thing. But this is LA. If you want, if you want that culture stuff, go back to the East Coast. They got buildings from the 1800s and they're still standing. But in LA, that's just how we do things. And, in in and some ways, it's great, and in some ways, there's been moments where I was like, "Oh God, that was such a beautiful building. building." Yeah, but you know, but exactly that, you know, and it it just like we've been talking about, it's constantly changing. Constantly, neighborhoods are now changing. Um, the vibe of certain neighborhoods are changing for better and for worse. You know, so it's like, um, it's it's a uh, and the other interesting thing about LA is that is this constant like waves of just people who come here from all around the country and the world who are like, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to be a, nat-. you know, like, and then, and then yo, LA just chews you, spits you out and you're just going home, man. Yeah, you're going back home. to being the big star back in wherever, like big little fish town. Little pond. Yeah, you know, yep. I've seen it happen, you know, so many times and, and it's kind of a ruthless city in certain ways too, with the industry and the yep. way things are, you know, it's like, Love and hate. Uh, yep. Yeah. For sure. They're almost the same thing, but a little bit of difference is yeah. huge. It's <laughs> between oh. love and All right. So, uh, so Ozo Motley, so something else that I discovered uh, right off the bat was uh, Ozo Kids. Yeah. Where did that come from? Ozo Kids, man. Is that new or is that old? Because like, like I said, I just kind of found it. Like, like it, it's pretty wild. Let me tell you, man. It's like crazier than punk rock shows, man. The kids are just going crazy. No. Oh, so really? <laughs> no, I yeah. They oh, do go crazy. That's awesome. They do kind of go nuts. We do a balloon drop and the kids just go bananas. They start fighting over balloons. Yeah, no yeah. You gotta way. Calm them down. We go down. We go down a step, huh? When we <laughs> but I, the the whole Ozo Kids thing started because obviously you know our fans are getting older. Fans have kids, right? Also, just bands in general. You know, we people got to think out of the box. You know, it's like. The whole industry, I, 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 the whole I industry the changed, you know? It was uh, the germ song. Yeah. I listened That's to how that, you like, singing that we, one. We listened to a couple of them, and yeah. uh, that, that was like one of my favorites. I said, they should. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, the germs are serious. They're, they're, they're everywhere. everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And <laughs> they're some everywhere. are villains, and some of them are good, you yeah, know? Yeah, they're everywhere. You know? You know? 
we can't vilify the germs in general. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's some of them that are good people. Because we're, yeah, we're, we're from L.A. You know, that's just the way we are. You need some of them. We need yeah, some of those yeah. germs. But yeah, that they came out. And that was super fun to do because in a lot of ways, exactly that we can deal with like subject matter and songs. Because that's the other thing. We wanted to create an album that obviously was cool for the kids, yeah. but that the the adults can listen to and not want to stab themselves in the <laughs> ear after that hundredth time. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to make an album that was like, yo, these are really good songs, yeah. and it's they cool were. for the kids. They were they were awesome. I, I think we listened. We probably the Germs one. I know we listened like three times. Cool. That was awesome. The big underground hit on that album is Moose on the Loose. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that one. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you never. You know, I never expected to have a kid. Come up to me after a show, say, crying. Why didn't you play Moose on the Loose? Oh, yeah, man, yeah, we, that's we broke, tough. We dude. broke that kid's heart that day, unfortunately. But you know, hopefully, he'll come to the next show. We were like, hey, we'll play Moose on the Loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to your parents. Dedicated to you, man. So, all right. So, you got the uh, this weekend. Obviously, if this is a podcast this weekend, you guys are going to be. Pershing Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, any what time? What time is going to be there? I think I think the park opens at seven. We play at eight, and uh, you know it's a big old free square. And then apparently there's already going to be tons of people, so yeah, we want more people, people to come down mm-hmm. because it's the only time we get to see all of our family and friends from the past, from our childhood all the way. Like people just show well, up at these be, gigs. It's, 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 that was the thing too. That was I'll uh, see friends from junior high school there. Like, yeah. oh, one, what's of, up? one of my, uh, actually it was uh, Jason Kramer brought it up. He said that when you guys do your shows, you're not just on the stage. You guys get out in the crowd. Is, is that, is that every show or just pretty much? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome too. Yeah. Hang with the people, you hang know? with the people dancing <laughs> in the streets. There you yes, go. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, Mammoth. When are you guys going to be there? Mammoth is the next weekend after that. Yeah. August, Saturday, August 4th. August 4th. And also um, being that it is the 20th anniversary of our debut album. We have uh, some special tours planned for Europe with Charlie Tuna, which is our original rapper. And, and, we're, and in the West Coast. And in the West Coast. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. And obviously, you know, we're always um, writing new music. We're always trying to, you know, come up with new stuff. And hopefully a new a new Ozo Kids album, a new regular Ozo Motley album. It's all kind of in the works. It's all kind of in the works. You got to do, like I said, got to do some serious stuff. So okay. the tickets for this Saturday, the, obviously you mentioned it's free, the concert's free, but apparently you can't just show up. You got to go online, get yes. ready. You got to so. You got to find it online and do some kind of RSVP, right? Yeah. yeah. I have like a Eventbrite, I want to say, as the, the, the tickets and you go there and you reserve. But from what I also understand, there is a section where it's that. But then there's also the kind of sections where just people just hang out and watch the music regardless. So get your tickets. Even if you don't get your tickets, come on down and enjoy the music, you know? Man, you guys are awesome. Thank that you. That's freaking awesome. So, Stu, when you're up in the helicopter oh, and you got to go. take a piss, oh, here we what go. do you do, bro? <laughs> You have yeah. like a little bottle. Let, Is let that me, let me, let, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Let's let's address the pee <laughs> in the helicopter situation. Oddly enough, you know, every I, I I believe that there's a master plan. I am that guy that can hold my pee for like days. But that's not good for you, bro. Well, you know, it's bad. I don't. You know what I'm saying, but I, don't. I, I hear you. I, I hear don't. you though. But uh, we we were covering these fires recently, and my pilots are just like. You know, every time they're hitting the head, hitting the head. And then just the other day, he was like, dude, don't you pee? And I'm like, man, I'm good. He's like, you're drinking water like it's going out of style. I'm like, yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> you know, it's right. like, but yeah. What I, has I, been the I most intense 
uh, um, one that you've ever dealt with. With peeing? No, not oh, with peeing. Oh, oh, okay. with now, now, we're, now we're talking we're, about We're moving else. on. Yeah, we're, we're moving on. on. We've <laughs> covered the urination. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, this is a PG podcast. <laughs> Most in- PG. I said, I said the clinical. Yeah, oh, yes, it's all good. Okay, but uh, what? what's the most intense one? Oh, uh, you know, I, the, the pursuits are always, uh, you, you get just get sucked into that. Yeah. It's live action. It's going on right now. So you, you're you seeing it. You're, you know, uncle. you just get sucked into it. Big fires. It's, you know, and this is the thing, too. It's when you say things like this, and if you don't know me, you, like if somebody just kind of hears it off the side, they're like, man, this guy's a psychopath. What the hell's wrong with him? He's all about people's destruction. It's not really about that. It's no, about. I, I'm it, not taking it like that, right. bro. But, uh, but you, you know, you see like these big fires and you see like how they're trying to battle them and, you know, being in, again, bringing it back to LA, you listen, like yeah, when I'm listening on the scanner, so it, we're not just seeing the fire, we're hearing how they're battling. Mm. It's like, we're, 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 you know, on a pursuit, we're hearing how the cops are handling, the law enforcement is handling it. Um, it's always makes it really, it really gets interesting. What an impressive job, right? I mean, I, the fact that you get to cool. see the city from that perspective that's, that's is pretty cool. That's one thing that really went under. Because I'm sure, I'm sure, I mean, you see it totally different. And, and you don't, you, you see it totally different. don't get how big it is. No. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is huge. huge. And it just goes on. And I millions mean, and millions of people right. just all up in there. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and then the neighborhoods too, it's like, you talk about it. It's like, you can see like South Los Angeles, you know, again, even on the ground, I'm not going to, I like South LA. I think the homes are attractive. Definitely an era of of architecture. It's really cool. The way the streets are laid out. Yeah. The way the streets are laid out, the way the houses are. And and even like beautiful houses, old houses right there. Yeah. Yeah. And my, and my wife, she's from Compton, born and raised. And she's talks about how she, like just in her lifetime has seen how the neighborhood has totally changed has totally totally all those neighborhoods are coming back right now huh all those neighborhoods are shifting in a way with people are buying stuff i mean you know they've they've always been there always had something represent always have a cultural history but now they're saying like other places bad they're shifting and battling that kind of like you know, definition, self-definition. So it's, it's just another but see, place. That's in the, the city. thing too. It's like, we live in Los Angeles. We are like it or not. We all are together and it shouldn't, you know, there shouldn't, nobody, nobody says anything like, Oh, that's that neighborhood anymore. You know, I don't point at my neighbors and say, Oh, you know, I describe them by their nationality. I'm just like, yeah, those are my neighbors. And usually I talk about their car, whatever they, whatever they're driving. I'm like, Oh yeah. Funny how the car is so central to like the psyche it, of LA. It is you know, like, it's very LA to have like a super nice car and live in a hole. Oh, can I say that? <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> it's so LA. Like I know so many people that like that. Like, yeah. yo, man, I got a Beamer, bro. Yeah. But you live in a one-room apartment, like, yeah. you know. But with, you're in your with, car more than you're in an apartment with five That's roommates. The mentality, though. With you're, five you're, roommates. you're in your car. Yeah. You might as well have a you nice. You gotta room. have something nice. And it's yeah. funny though, like the whole car car culture thing. It's like you know, um, like, did you ever see that study? I think it was UCLA that. Um, yes, I did. Like I did see that study. Yeah, drivers, of course. That, drivers of BM, Beamers and high, more high-end cars are like feel more like like they'll run more red uh, stop signs. They'll run stop signs. They'll be more kind of, for lack of a better word, assholes yeah. in their cars. You know, and, and um, you know, it's just it, it's kind of how like the car defines you. You know, if you have a car in LA. You know, sometimes people are kind of like, what's up with this guy? What's up with this guy? Is that a classic? <laughs> is that a car is that a classic Vega? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vega. There you go. Vega. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I'm same way. So with the BMWs, my joke is always like, that is such an expensive car. It's got all the bells and whistles. Too bad it didn't come with blinkers. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guy's never going to use them, you know? Right. So Or the Prius, you know? You, you can get somewhere quick or you can have a Prius. Yeah. One, yeah. Well, yeah. There's your choices, yeah. you know? So... <laughs> But hey, it was great talking to you guys. Cool, uh, try to, I'm going to try to make the show maybe cool. in the Mammoth show. That sounds right sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it, and it's going to sound it's it's summertime, yeah, right? It's, it's going to be cool up there. So it's going to be nice. So, yeah, it's like a beer fest oh, slash three day show. Man, you don't you don't yeah, have to sell it to me, man. I was there man. for the music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, now you can you come for the beer, catch a buzz, and yeah. watch music. What's up? Yeah, what's up? So uh, this brings it to wraps this up. Ozo Motley, yes, uh, they're yes. going to be uh, Pershing Square this Saturday. Get your uh, tickets online. Do the reserve thing. Get that taken care of. Uh, this was uh, CBS LA hashtag CBS LA for all your social media needs and wants and, and, and desires. Go like, follow, heart, whatever they ask. Just go ahead and do it because that makes them happy. Today we didn't have BJ, but we did have Sam. What's up, He's Sam? Producing. <laughs> and uh, this is, uh, I, I lost count, and that's actually a good thing. So I'm Stu Mandel, and this was In the Air with Stu Mandel. Stu Mandel.